This is the Truth Network. The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. Welcome to the Masculine Journey. We are glad to have you with us this week. We are in our post-Christmas, pre-New Year's edition. <laughs> you don't get to say that, but once a year, so That's you true. say it, right? Pre-New Decade, possibly. Mo- yeah. <laughs> That's the way the consensus is here, anyway. It's a new decade. It's actually New Year's Eve, 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 Eve. But if you, you, you know, get that in there. I, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take the eaves away from you, Robbie. Please don't. Okay. Okay. There's been requests. <laughs> well, that, that's eavesdropping. <laughs> wow, yeah, it's just not allowed. We're gonna try to get better jokes in the new year, folks. We're, we're doing the best we can. <laughs> yeah, it's, the holidays have been great for us. We've we've had a a, a good run so far. We we all got together and shared some of our Christmas stories, which were nice to. Get together and laugh a little bit, uh, you know, post-family, you know, to, to, to get some time with some friends and to fellowship a little while. But, uh, Robbie, this is a topic that is really near and dear to your heart that we're going to talk about today. It is. It, it came from, uh, actually, John Eldridge's podcast with Ransom Hart a number of years ago. They unveiled this idea to ask Jesus for a word for an upcoming year to kind of see where he wanted to take you on an adventure, not being that... You know, a lot of people do New Year's resolutions, but this is a lot different kind of thing where you can actually see where possibly, you know, God wants to take you. And so, you know, several of us adopted that, you know, three years ago, actually. And so this is my, this will be my fourth word. And so it really has been what what he described that you're going to get so attached to this word. Once you hear the word from Jesus, you put it somewhere where you reflect on it daily. So... I have it there in my daily prayer, and every day when I look at my daily prayer, I think about that word, which for me in in 2019 was abide. So, you know, after you've been abiding for 12 months, you know, it's kind of hard to say goodbye to abide. And I was really kind of like, oh, no, where are we going? Because I've really, really, he's really taken me some amazing places in that word. But then essentially you end up with this process of in December, Jesus, where are we going for 2020? and asking him, you know, for a word for the year. And, you know, I got one. I got one. I got one. (laughs) Well, you know, we try to have transparency in this group, you know, with each other and and also with the listeners. And and so for you to say that we've kind of been on this four-year journey, you've been on this (laughs) four-year journey. You know, God trusts you now with a daily word. You know, some of us barely get a yearly word, and some just get a decade. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) That he knows what we can handle, and so that's what he does. I I understand. I understand. But it's for me, it it really has been, I I mean, almost life-changing. You know, just to really adventure with him to see kind of where he wants to take me deeper and in what way and that kind of thing. And so, you know, as I talked about last year, my word was abide. Mm-hmm. And so I couldn't help but wonder where he was going. Well, the the word he gave me this year, <clears throat> most of you would know the word is love, but it's actually, 
Ahaba, which has to be the way that the Hebrews say. Ahaba. <clears throat> right. <laughs> you could say Ahaba, but the idea is, and it's fascinating to me, that the word for father in Hebrew, most people would know, is Abba. And so it's an Aleph followed by a Bet. Well, the word love, this particular type of love, and there's different kind of words for love in Hebrew like there are in Greek, but this particular kind of love starts with an Aleph like that. But then it has a hey, which is like an expression. So you got the father expressing, and that bet meaning household, and then another expression. And so that hey is a big deal, because when God spoke the world into existence, it was an expression. It, you know, he's spoken into. And so this is like when the father speaks, it is kind of like automatic love. But this is household love for me. And, and so it's pretty easy for a man to get caught up in his vocation and all the different ministries that I'm involved in and all the different things that I get a chance to work with and neglect that what I consider to be my heba. Right, the, my ahaba. <laughs> how, do, how you want to say it? Ahaba, ahaba. But it's still it amounts to that. And so we got this clip that, for me, kind of spoke to this guy who is giving credit for where the credit belongs, um, to some extent, which is right there in his own household in his own family. It's um, called metals. And what's a what what's a prefer, What's a setup to it? Who is the it? setup? Is this this man has come back from serving, I guess, in Iran, and you know, he's talking about his family and, well, he's at, he's at career day for school. So he's at his daughter's, you know, career day and you can't see the camera. It's focused on her, the little girl's face as he's describing this, which he talks about. A uh, true soldier feels so deeply that good people deserve to be safe and free that he is willing to risk losing the most valuable of things just to go and help them. And every soldier who serves in a war comes back with a medal. It's just that sometimes you can't see it because it's on the inside. I don't feel like a hero. Because to me, the true heroes are the soldiers' families who also have medals on the inside and to their hearts. Like I know my family does. Yeah, so you can see, you know, for some, I guess Jesus is, or I feel like he's really taking me to, you know, we've been on a lot of adventures, Ravi, but somehow or another we need to bring this back so that it's, it's, it's more your household. Yeah. And, you know, that's a picture of that for me. Well, Robbie, I was giving you a hard time a little bit ago, like I like to do, obviously, <laughs> um, and do so often. But uh, your leadership in this area has been tremendous for the group. Mm-hmm. You know, your commitment, not only to the yearly word, but the daily word that you get up and you do, and you see how that ties into the word of the year, has really motivated the rest of us to move forward, whatever that looks like for each one of us. Maybe it's a baby step forward. Maybe it's a lot more steps forward. But it's because of watching you and what God does with you through that. You've shown that love to us this last year. 
and before really to motivate us to, to continue on that journey with you. Thank you. Now, Jim, you have, I'm going to come to your word here in a minute because we're going to do your clip <laughs> after the break. Um, but for you, this, the word that you got was what? I forget. I know. No, I, don't, I don't forget, but <clears throat> it is, I was going to do it as a surprise, but it's faithful is okay. what we ended up with. Okay. Well, I'm sorry to really surprise you. Yeah. We're going to come back I, to that. I want to stick with Ahava, though, because I can't say he's saying it wrong, but how I memorized that was Ahava, lot of love. So, okay. Sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> Can't argue either way. Now, we talked before, you know, we were joking around that, you know, we have the word of the day, which Robbie does every day, but it always ties into his yearly word somehow. God brings that in full circle. And, you know, I, I'm working on, honestly, I think just my second word of the year. Um, you know, I think I had one the previous year, but I just said it and that was pretty much it for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Last year was a little better. Mm-hmm. You know, I did, uh, you know, it was believe and I was working with that, um, at times and God would sneak up on me with that. You know, I, I, I had been at a, a company function where we have this one day where we go out and the company's really good about sending us out to, to really pray if that's what we want to do, but to have quiet time. And I was out and I opened up a journal that I had from a few years back. And it, there were some things that I'd written down I felt God was telling me at the time. And it was telling me to believe in myself, to believe in him, right, and to walk with him. Right? And so he'd laid that whole believe thing on me back, you know, a year before that he wanted to try to plant some seeds. And I'd even forgotten about that altogether. You know, and so that's part of what we've talked about in the past on the show, the power of journaling. Because that would have just been lost forever. Right. But it made me to really start to think a lot more at that time when I got it of what, where do I live in my beliefs? Because the problems with beliefs, you live out of those. Right. right. Whatever I believe to be true is my truth. Yep. Right. So believe holds a lot of power in your life. And so it's really helped me to really dig into what are those things I really believe about God. And there's some stuff there I got to work through and, and what I believe about myself. And there's even more to work through, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, even though God's done some amazing healing, there's more to work through, you know? And so I'm really looking forward to my, my word this year, which is, is hope. Cause although I didn't spend as much time in believe, I really know that God's going to take me back into it as we work on this hope. Because, you know, when you believe certain things, it's hard to hope for something different. Mm-hmm. Right, so he's going to have to change some foundational beliefs so that I can get to some stronger and better hopes, I guess. Right. If that makes any sense. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, um, what a person believes about himself will, well, um, Henry David Thoreau, about 100 years ago, basically when he was talking about the scourge of slavery upon the world, um, he was talking about William Wilberforce, and he asked the question, after making the statement that what we believe about ourselves is usually the worst taskmaster that a man can have. So basically you enslave yourself with your bad beliefs, with your incorrect beliefs, the false beliefs. And so he's asking, where's the William Wilberforce who will step up and save men from what they think about themselves? Mm-hmm. And obviously it's Jesus is the first, you know, one that's going to set us free, but you have to believe that Jesus wants to do that um, and then give him permission to 
to undo the negative beliefs, the bad beliefs, mm-hmm. the false self, all of those things. And as you know, uh, our friend John Lynch always says, when, when are you going to start believing what God says about you more than what you believe about yourself? Yeah, that's the point I was going to also say is you got to be willing to listen and accept because those things that God tells you, as much as you want to hear them, sometimes it's hard to hear them when you've conditioned yourself to believe otherwise. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, and that's just part of breaking down agreements and things we've talked about on other shows that you could go back and listen to on podcast if you'd like. But it's all part of that process, but it all gets back to those beliefs. Mm-hmm. When we come up from the break, we're going to talk about Jim's word, Harold's word, and a word of the decade. We've got that coming yet, so you don't want to miss the word of the decade. But if you missed a show on agreements on any of those other topics that we bring up, go to MasculineJourney.org, and you can pick up any of the podcasts there. Or you can also go to MasculineJourney.org to register for the upcoming boot camp. Robbie Dillmore here, and the Truth Network podcasts have helped make my pillow the company it is today. And now Mike Lindell, who by the way I've met and is a great guy, the inventor and CEO of my pillow, wants to give back to our listeners. For the first time, you can get deep discounts on all my pillow products if you go to mypillow.com right now and click on the new radio listener specials. Who never thought that my dream job would be selling my pillows? <laughs> Maybe you're getting tired of these sleeping jokes, but you can get deep discounts on my pillows, mattress toppers, bed sheets, and so much more. For example, the body pillow is regularly $89.99, but with a promo code GETTRUTH, it's only $29.99. Remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials and get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the body pillow for only $29.99. Enter promo code GETTRUTH or call 800-942-9613 for these great radio specials. Hi, this is Sam with Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way you can go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that. Then you can go to facebook.com where you can click the donate button. Or you can go to masculinejourneyradio.org. Once again, look for the donate button. Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to PO Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285. I am William Wallace. You've come to fight as free men. And free men you are. What will you do without freedom? Find out from Jesus what you will do with that freedom. A four-day adventure with God. It's a Masculine Journey radio boot camp. Boot camp is designed to give men permission to be what God designed them to be. Passionate warriors for the kingdom. Coming this April, April 2nd through the 5th. Register now at MasculineJourney.org. Was that the kittens that did that song? <laughs> I, I don't remember. What was that song, Harold? Do you remember that song? Not too well. Okay, I remember the, the the tone to it, but why in the world are we playing that as a bump? Do you have any idea? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it was envy because uh, we're not supposed to be envious. But being around my friend Robbie and seeing the joy that he took in his word 
And I'm having to sit there and say, well, why don't I have a word? And I decided that going into this coming year that I wanted a word. So a little while back, I got awake about 3 o'clock in the morning, and I ended up over in the recliner, and I started praying, and I, I said, God, I really would like to have a word for this coming year and uh, so that I could celebrate like my friend Robbie. And, you know, I was hoping for the big exploding and so forth. Well, that didn't happen, but what I heard was happening. And I thought, huh? <laughs> my word is happening? Well, how can this be happening? So that's the word I've got, and I'm curious to see how it's all going to work out. Uh, I plan to talk with Robbie about you know how to approach learning more about my word and how to use it and so forth, because as you mentioned earlier, Sam, he's he's been very thorough with us in, uh, in sharing his thoughts and feelings about it. I think it's an important thing, and I'm looking forward to the coming year and to see what's happening. That's great. And I, I also have seen a, a difference in the community this year on this topic of people looking for things in other people's words. You know, like Andy, Andy gave you a scripture when we talked about this the other day right? that had happening in it, you know, and so, and Darren shared some things about other people's words and, and how much that helps really helps us dig in, which is great to have, you know, not obviously God's the, the great helper in that situation, but God puts others in our lives to help as well, which is pretty cool. And Jim, I'm sorry, I already spoiled your word. <laughs> nah, that's nah. all right. I already spoiled your word. But do you want to do your clip first, or do you want to? Do I'll you do talk a about very short introduction. Um, I'm a great believer in the five P's or six, depending upon how you've heard it. If prior preparation prevents poor performance, and uh, in keeping with that, which I never do. Uh, Robbie told me when I showed up what the topic was, and that I had to come up with a word. And immediately, I didn't get a word. I started. I said, "Well, you know, we got a few minutes before the show. I'll start praying." I immediately got a clip, and this is the clip. And then we'll take it from there. It's Hebrew from the Talmud. It says, "Whoever saves one life saves the world in time." I could have got more. I could have got more. I don't know if I just. Aska, there are 1,100 people who are alive because of you. Look at them. If I made more money, <laughs> I threw away so much money. <laughs> you have no idea. If I just... There will be generations because of what you did. I didn't do enough. Did so much. This car. Good. What about this car? Why did I keep the car? Ten people right there. Ten people. Ten more people. This is gold. Two more people. 
have given me two floors, at least one. You would have given me one, one more. One more person. I could have come one more person, and I didn't. And I didn't. <laughs> That's probably the saddest clip I've ever heard. <laughs> That's good. It's from Schindler's List, it's right? It's Schindler's List. And I was looking, mm-hmm. I found this when I was looking for something three or four shows back. And the clip just mm-hmm. tore me up when I listened Absolutely. to it then. And every time since, I'm doing a little better this time. So we're going to hold it together for the show. But I've been going through a season and it's been pretty much all year maybe a couple of feeling like you know my life is close to done i turned 65 this year and wow you're almost dead I, yeah well i mean <laughs> uh, spiritually i was close but it was really a matter of feeling like i hadn't done anything worthwhile and believing that lie about myself that has nothing to do with the truth that Jesus has told me about me, and he has been intervening regularly, answering prayer quickly like he did with this. And I got the clip, but I didn't have a word. And I started with perseverance, which I didn't particularly like because for me that's not active. That's just surviving, and that's all I feel like I'm doing anyway, so that can't be it. I went through a few other words, and then Robbie said, and he is the word guy, so in more ways than one basically said something to the effect of, you know, if this won't offend you, I have one. And he said, faithful. And I said, yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because that is active, but it's also trusting God and believing God. And I have a much better outlook on my remaining time, however long that is, through the course of the last boot camp was the real, uh, he broke me down there and showed me something I needed to see and has been continually reinforcing that, as have you guys. In fact, Darren said something last week to me that, and I don't even remember what it is now, but it really made me feel like it was an affirmation from God that, yeah, you're you're still useful. You're still in there, and if I'm faithful, I will be to the end. Thank you, Jim. Now, Harold, did you want to say something? 65 is young. (laughs) It's all perspective, Um, isn't it? He's sitting here next to me talking about being an old man at 65. I'm 78. You're not old. You don't look a day over 62, Harold. I mean, that's amazing to me that you're 78. I never would have guessed it. Never. He does look better than I do. Oh, yeah. I'll only admit that once, so hang on to it. Way sharper than the rest of us, so. You're both between me and the door, so I'm not going to come down either. (laughs) We got something to look forward to. Um, Well, we're all very young because we're all going to live forever. So the time here doesn't make a bit of difference. There you go, being Jim, bringing us back to reality. That's a great point. Now, Now, Darren, you got a word for the decade. 
I did. Um, and, uh, you know, not because I'm special, but because I'm special. <laughs> um, the uh, yeah, recently I was in the hospital, um, had uh, got very, very sick, um, ended up in the hospital and uh, was there for about eight days. And after uh, emergency surgery one night, I was laying in bed and and uh, was wide awake about three o'clock in the morning and I happened to look down at my stomach, which had been cut open, you know, from stem to stern, basically, and looking at the five incisions that I have, and and uh, I uh, I just out loud said to God, I said, "Wow, God, that's a that's a pretty good wound right there, isn't it?" And he said, "Yeah," and I said, "That one's pretty ugly," and he said, "Yeah." We, we, we converse a lot, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, you know, your soul has looked like that. And I said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we, we conversed a little bit more. And as I went through this, the thought came to mind. And, and I believe it was from the Holy Spirit um, basically saying, you know, Darren, an open wound is a great place to begin healing. Mm-hmm. And I was having that thought because they cut me open, but they didn't close me back up because I had so much infection in my stomach. Um, and I thought, wow, here I am. I'm the guy that gets the open wound. You know, they couldn't even close it. And I was kind of feeling sorry for myself because I knew how much that was going to slow me down in the next few months. And God reminded me at that point you know an open wound is a great place to start healing and so as i began to process that word healing um realized this was not a word for the week or a word even for the year for me it's a it's it's literally a word for the decade and uh i'm sure there will be more words but that process of healing i have no way to escape it every day i mean when i wake up when i go to sleep when I go to the bathroom, I mean, any, almost anything I do, I am forced to be in recognition of the fact that I am actively in the process of healing my physical body, but that God is using that to say, no, we're, we're healing everything. We're, we're doing some healing. And, uh, in the midst of kind of like Jim was talking, kind of feeling sorry for myself and different things, I began to think, you know, I need to repent of a lot of things. You know, this was a pretty close to death experience for me. And there's a lot of repentance. And God kind of said, well, you know what you need more than repentance is you need healing. We'll work on the repentance. We'll get there. But you need some healing, Mm -hmm. which takes the pressure off, which is a wonderful thing and doesn't scare me so much about what the repentance might look like. Right. Well, thank you. <clears throat> so if you're out there and you, you've got a word, but you don't know what to do with it, Robbie, what's some things, uh, taking it to God, obviously, but you looking it up in different languages, in Hebrew? Yeah, if you... Blue Letter Bible is a wonderful, wonderful app. You can just do a search in there for your word. You can find it then in the Strong's Concordance. Look up the Hebrew check out the letters you could even email us and ask us to give you some interpretations that we'd love to um take you deeper in that word and see you know all that god may have because it's sort of like a decoder for 
you know, what happened at Babylon, we got confused and God wants to straighten that out and express himself to us. We thank you for listening. We hope to have you pick us up next week. We're going to be talking about the topic of initiation. So you don't want to miss that. And this week, prayed about your word.